Yay! <laughs> you ready? No. Okay. It's fine. We you can go. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid and awkward anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you need to have another one about self-deprecation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is never going to happen. All right. Okay. Five, ten, uh, twenty. Uh, go. Welcome to My Therapist is Out, an open space therapy collective podcast. We are your hub for queer and trans mental health care. Each episode, we'll speak with one of our therapists or collective members and chat about a mental health topic using a queer lens. And I am your host, Renee Johnson, licensed professional clinical counselor, art therapist, and founder of Open Space Therapy Collective. This week, we are speaking with OSTC therapist, Kristen Crow. Kristen is a licensed professional clinical counselor, board certified dance movement therapist. Kristen specializes in working with individuals, couples, poly, ethical non-monogamy, and sex therapy. Uh, hi, welcome to My Therapist is Out. This is an Open Space Therapy Collective podcast. We have our therapist, Kristen Crow, with us again today. Hi. Hi. And we are talking about being busy all the time, which is definitely something that you and I struggle with. All also. the time. Yes. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. Yeah. What What can being, or you can talk about you if you want to, or general, like what does being busy all the time look like? I feel like it can be so many different things, right? Like for me, I feel like I collect jobs, like people collect Pokemon cards. <laughs> like I will just like, I want to like do a bunch of different things. Um, but I also feel like it could just be like overscheduling time with friends or it could be like I can't sit down in my house and it has to be like I'm going to wash the dishes, do the laundry, like fold the clothes. And uh, I don't do a lot of housework clearly because those are the things that come to mind and they're all the same. Um, now we know that Kristen's partner does all of the housework. <laughs> not a lie. Um, yeah, so I feel like it could be like any of those things, mm-hmm. like just an inability to kind of like sit and relax and take a chill pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does it look like for you? Um, I love house projects. Like this morning, I spent the entire morning. I was like, oh, I could sit and like meditate or I could replant all of the pot or repot all of the plants. Um, And so I chose the second one. (laughs) Uh, Which was was nice, but also (laughs) not grounded at all this morning. Uh, Join the club. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was talking, like, even just my day today, I was like, I'm working, like, I left the house at 7 a.m. to get here, and then I'm going to work until at least 11 p.m. tonight with, like, no break. I'm mm-hmm. like, that sounds not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a pattern that we struggle with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that I hear from, and I'm sure you do too, from our clients all the time, and I know runs in my brain, is, well, we need to be productive, otherwise we're not worth anything, or we're not being healthy or we're not doing things or we're being lazy oh yeah oh there are like so many different things mm-hmm. like the product like need to be productive like where does that even come from like i i i guess i like asked that as a rhetorical question mm-hmm. but like i had an answer um and the answer <laughs> and is. the answer is um i always think of, i was told um the term internalized capitalism yeah so like we live in the society where like if you are not productive then you are lazy and mm-hmm. also lazy like what uh, can we just like set that like stigmatized oh term like inside like blah, blah, blah. um but yeah like your your 
worth is tied to your productivity, right? Like if you're not contributing to society, if you're not contributing to your household, if you're not contributing to your relationship, like what are you doing, mm-hmm. right? And so, and then we also have this culture where like all of your hobbies, like, hey, you should make that into a job. Mm-hmm. Like you should sell those things. You should do that thing. And you're like, no, I just want to fucking enjoy something <laughs> for five minutes. Um, yeah. 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 And then internalized capitalism, especially if you're in a creative field or a healing field or mm-hmm. not on Wall Street is like, oh, well, you're clearly not doing enough or making enough money, so you have to have all of the interest turn into side hustles, then to turn into things, and your house has to be perfect, and your relationship has to look like it belongs on a magazine cover, and like all of just this hamster wheel of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And I think I like the touching on the creative and the healers specifically like I feel like there's always that part of like if you are a creative then like am I creating this because I want to create this or because I am I creating this because this is my job Mm -hmm. and then the healing part like I have like a very strong thing against meditation for myself sometimes because I'm like ah it's work (laughs) but then I'm like no it's not but like it is so I have to kind of unwind that bit for me too sometimes totally and you add in the if you're an AFAB person or a queer person, for sure you're gonna get the, oh, well, you should just give it away because it's art or it's helping. And so you gotta do this hustle so you're being productive and you actually have to give it away because you're not really worth anything thing in here and your time and energy isn't worth much. Yeah, yeah, like my eyes rolled so hard to the back of my head that like gave me a headache for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like BIPOC too. Like, yes. Not really. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of nonprofit was built on BIPOC and AFAB. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that is not today. That's a tangent. Um, How, like this level of like toxic productivity and internalized capitalism, how do you see it affect mental health? Well, I mean, I feel like the, the clearest path to that is like you get burned out with all of the things, right? And you get to the point where like nothing has any meaning. You're just, I am doing the thing to check the boxes and I don't feel anything anymore. It's just here. I don't care. Yeah. Zero fucks. Right. Um, and that's terrible because then when we finally get the time to like do something that we enjoy, we're like, this isn't even enjoyable anymore. Like now it just sort of feels more like another checkbox or... Um, I don't even have the energy to do it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to. So you yeah. kind of just end up sitting. And like the what's wrong with me, I can't feel anything, I used to like this, I'm numb, why mm-hmm. am I, and then whatever label pops in. <laughs> pops in, yeah. Lazy, depressed, not good enough, can't do this, yeah. not created enough. It's tough, it's like this endless like snake eating its tail cycle that's really hard to break out of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where do you, how does trauma fit into this? How does trauma not fit into this? (laughs) Tell me more. Um, Well, I mean, if we look at it from the sense of like, we are doing things, doing things, doing things, doing things, is is it possibly because we don't want to feel any of the things that might be stored in our body, like might be stored in our psyche, right? Do we have uh, trauma that we don't want to recognize or process? Um, and so how do we keep running away from that over and over and over again? Um, because it's really hard to feel anything if you are always going and thinking of the next mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, you don't have time to just sit and kind of be like, it's okay to be sad for five minutes if mm -hmm. that's what would help, yeah. right? Especially when the voices that you grew up with were, you're not good enough, you uh -huh. need to do this thing, why aren't you taking care of your siblings, you need to go get a job, mm -hmm. your grades aren't good enough. Like yep. that trauma voice is going to keep you Keeps seeking. You into that. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, so you've internalized all of that stuff, plus the, so it's like internalizing that as you were growing up or whenever that kind of occurred to you, plus you're hearing it from society and there's nowhere that you get to just turn for it to be like, hey, it's okay, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess here in the therapy offices when we say, hey, that's okay. Yeah, yeah it is okay. okay. <laughs> it, it's also hard to pull apart from when you do really like something, right? Mm -hmm. Like I love planting and gardening. It's one of the things that helped me through COVID. And that same voice of you need to be moving, you need to be moving, you can't just sit there. It has attached itself to, well, these plants have outgrown these pots, you really should be doing it. It's been three weeks, what, you're gonna kill these plants? Really, are you giving up on this already? And mm -hmm. it's attached to something that I like doing. And then all of a sudden it's a Monday morning and I'm stuck in the, am I doing this because I like it or am I doing this because the busy is telling me I need to stay busy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a similar thing. I love to dance. I love to choreograph. And uh, I have this piece that I've been putting off and uh, I had a break in the office today. And I'm like, I should really take a break. Wait, you have to do this thing. And so like, I spent the entire time choreographing this piece in this office. And I'm like, did I do that because I like felt inspired to do it? Or was it just like the voice that said, hey, like this has to get done. Mm -hmm. And now do you like it or do you hate it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's chucked off your box, so who cares? Yeah. That's my internal. Right. And that's never like one or the other. Like mm -hmm. this is one of those things. And I think everybody who, who does this feels this is it's never just as simple as like, oh, no, that's my crappy brother who told me I sucked unless I beat him in baseball or I don't know where that came from. But like, <laughs> it's like that's really specific. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> uh, I saw family recently. Uh, but or it's not like either or. They're usually some level of mixed in. Of course. Just what are some so ways hard. that work for you or work with for people that, that you work with uh, to kind of tease apart the core motivation or how to say, no, I like choreographing. I've got some extra time. I'm going, the majority of me wants to be choreographing right now. I find that it's a really, it's, it can be a very slow process of like, again, talking to the body-based therapist, but like really tuning in and like taking a breath and just trying to turn my brain off for just a hot second and like checking in with my body and be like, what do you want to do, right? And if my body says sleep, it's like, great, nap time, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Or, you know, like I need to move, I need to dance. Okay, like throw some music on and let's go. Um, but I think that like having, at least with my clients, like I will have them like close their eyes, take a breath, and most of them go, that's really uncomfortable. I know, that's why we're doing it, mm -hmm. right? And just like tapping into that and seeing what does your body actually want to do? Expend energy with something creative or does it need to rest? Mm -hmm. Yes, and in like getting yourself to close your eyes and check in a little bit. I know for me, I often find that that productivity piece is right under the surface going, we need to get up and move. This is uncomfortable. Why are, why are you doing this? Come on, Kristen, don't tell me to do this. We should be <laughs> being productive and getting somewhere here. Mm -hmm. um, and like taking some time to go get familiar with that voice mm -hmm. also. And be like, oh, 
this is just pro productivity voice. This isn't me voice. Yeah. It's important to be able to, to trust both things, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to, you have to listen to and acknowledge that piece because it's going to be part of you for a while. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there is also something that it's talking over. Mm -hmm. So how do you get in touch with both? Great question. That is why you go to therapy. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really tough, right? And yeah. there's, I think we get lucky when we have quiet moments and those in-between moments where productivity self can be distracted and we can get those little pangs of, I'm exhausted. This isn't working. Something's feeling off. Um, and to pay attention to those like quiet little whispers because those are definitely there. Mm -hmm. And if you can start noticing and start tracking those um, and keep working that muscle and that listening muscle can yeah. be really helpful. Yeah. And to add to that, like if you don't do it, if you don't start to listen to that voice as a practice, like your body will do it for you. Mm. Right? Like who gets sick like after like a really gigantic project and you're like, Oh God, right. Like I'm dying. And you're like, Oh, well, because I've pushed myself for three months solid mm -hmm. without anything. And your body is like, great. We made it through the thing. We're done. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, or getting migraines after like a really big, pro like big meeting or anything like that, like your body knows when to slow down. So like, if you can practice those things, my hunch is that you're going to have those debilitating things a lot less frequently. Yeah. You know, that makes me think of when people start coming to therapy they will register that they're feeling more depressed and having a harder time doing things at first. Mm -hmm. um, and I always push back on that a little bit. Is it is it that you're depressed and can't do anything, or is it that you're finally listening and you're tired and you need to take a break? Yep. Because when we don't, we can register needing to take a break, and depression is the same thing. Oh, yeah, because that goes back to the... Mm -hmm the lazy and the not productive and the things and so because we attach all of those same stigmas to those symptoms too right like mm -hmm. you can just pull yourself out of being depressed right like you can mm -hmm. fix that just start doing stuff yeah right go outside you got those bootstraps yeah pull yourself up right so like i feel like all of that gets to like I feel like that kind of just gets all tangled up into it so yeah I think that's a really important piece and also just looking at it from mm -hmm. we give a lot of the same things the same labels mm-hmm yeah how does how do you find this attaching to self-worth because we've got internalized capitalism we've got trauma we've got ways we were raised we've got resting isn't depression and also like self-worth is really tapped up and wrapped up in here because if you're not doing something, if you're not creating something, if you're not doing something at work or for your partner or for your friends or for the community, then you're not worth anything. Mm -hmm. When worth is an inherent thing, not a result of a thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see that as really, it is really wrapped up in the like, you're not doing enough, so I'm not worthy of, I'm not worthy of rest is a lot of times like what my brain says like i have to do these things so i can earn the rest mm -hmm. but like if i keep doing the things like i'm never gonna my to-do list is never ending your to-do list everyone's yeah. to-do list is never ending like right so there is never going to be a point where you're like i finished all the things mm -hmm. no. <laughs> i get to rest mm -hmm. and like what what part of that means like you shouldn't have to earn it mm -hmm. you should just get it because that makes you a whole mm -hmm. human mm -hmm. 
I'm also curious, like, and I don't have an answer for this, but something that I think I need to start asking is, what is it that you're not getting? Or what is it that you won't get if you don't do these things? Like, is it the relationship that you're in or that you want? Is it the job that you have or that you want? Is it being able to go to sleep at night? Like, what is the, what is it that people are working for to deserve? Mm. I don't know. That's an interesting... It brings up... I thought about this thing that someone told me. Um, my business coach told me this, but it was like, every time you say yes to something, you have to, you're have you saying no to something else, right? So like if you're saying yes to doing this task and you're saying yes to meeting these people and you're saying yes to taking on this new project, then you're saying no to like your own self-care and your own time, mm-hmm. right? Because time is limited Mm -hmm. right you only have so much of it so like yeah and same thing goes with like the energy piece you were saying before if you're borrowing energy from future self you are setting up that you're gonna crash (laughs) and burn real hard Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what are some things that you do to get yourself to rest (laughs) <laughs> knowing that neither one of us are very skilled at this I was thing. like, knowing that I don't do that ever. Um, but also knowing that you are working on I'm it. I'm really working on it. I am really working on it. And I trip myself up all the time with this, like, that sounds really exciting. I'm going to do that thing. And I'm like, wait, is that a real feeling? Or is that capitalism? Um, a lot of it is I'm doing that practice of checking in with my body. Like I will, this sounds really ridiculous, but like I will sit down and I will put my hand on my stomach just to be like, Hey, I'm here. This is me. I am tuned into this. And like, um, I'm not like reaching and touching anything else. Right. And it's like, okay, what do I need right now? And, and if I'm really tired, it'd be like 20 minute nap time. Right? Like, or I need a snack. Did you eat today? <laughs> like, so just paying attention to all of that. But like, it has to be a very like intentional, tactile movement for me. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that because the, the busyness, the shoulds, all of that stuff are like up in your head. Mm-hmm. And so if you take time to like, one thing that I always love to do is like sit and have the chair feel like it's holding me up instead of me sitting in the chair mm, yeah. um, and being like, okay, if I really sink into that and be there and let that part of my body talk instead of this, mm-hmm. well, this is not going to shut up, but if I pay attention <laughs> to this, what does that want to do? Yeah. You can train this part to shut up. Sure. Yes. Practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots and lots of practice. Lots of practice. And also like compassionately, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like, yo, brain, shut up. It's like, hey, I hear that you're worried. I hear that you're scared and you want us to stay safe and protected. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do that right now. You can also take a break yeah. while we take a break. Thank you for your concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> please, please. please. <laughs> uh, what about, how do you say that? So anxiety is in here, cyclical thinking, rumination is in here. Yep. Um, panic can be in here. Uh-huh. Self-esteem is in here. Uh-huh. Trauma and cultural trauma is in here. Uh-huh. What other co-occurring things can happen in this space? 
I feel like we touched on the like just the general feeling of like anxiety and dread that mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if I don't do the thing what's gonna happen mm -hmm. which I guess ties into the panic um I feel like we kind of I don't know mm -hmm. do you have something that's coming to your mind I feel like we touched on a lot of that stuff um I have a question yeah yeah what do you what do you think or like how do you think uh like social media plays a role in like today's need for constant productivity like you know if we were constantly seeing instagram reels and tiktoks of people that we think look better than us mm -hmm. that are eating better than us that are living a life that seems so much better than whatever we're doing mm -hmm. like how do you think that plays a role in in comparing ourselves <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh, girl. Or the need for validation, really. Yeah. yeah. Huge yeah. piece. You want to take that one? Yeah. It's a good question. Yeah. Do you want to frame it? Or... We should first say, Riley, <laughs> uh, who is our marketing and communications coordinator, does a recording for us and who is speaking right now and is fantastic and we love her dearly and is very insightful um, as we get into all of these topics. So who is just asked the question? Uh, I was like disembodied voice. <laughs> disembodied <laughs> voice. As we're talking about being in your body, the disembodied voice comes in. I was like, how do you do that? Um, Alex, maybe you can throw up Riley's uh, photo in the video so we can see her beautiful face. I don't know if that's necessary. <laughs> Aww, I think it's totally necessary. Um, it is, it's, it's a very fast paced thing, right? Like you go on Instagram and it's just like, it's this reel that's like 90 seconds. It's this carousel of like 10 photos that are like rapid succession that took this person 45 minutes to take, right? Or it's just like this little square and you scroll and it's just this endless thing. And it's definitely people who like, here, you should try this diet. You should try this skincare thing. You should try this workout thing. You should try this craft that takes you five minutes that I made with a, glue gun and paperweights <laughs> and you're like what sure let's try that um like it's all of these they are these tiktok dances like mm -hmm. all of these things where like people are quote unquote creating content right and it's like well even that in and of itself is like it is a constant machine of mm -hmm. that and so we see all these things and we're like, well, that was 90 seconds. I can totally do that. And you're like, no, we didn't. It's hidden behind yeah. all of those things. And it, society also has the like, make a million dollars in six weeks or like get 10 more, 10 million more followers and do like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and this, so it's a constant barrage of. Yeah, this and the standard is unrealistic, right? Because like, Photoshop is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of. I also like in thinking about the body and unembodied voices, it's kind of a way for your your system to trick itself to think that the body is resting while it's scrolling, but it's not because your whole nervous system is so activated mm -hmm. that your body's not going to actually like relax and get any rest. No, you're doom scrolling, right? Like is that so the kids call it these days? Like <laughs> kind of old. So like but like you're like you said you're taking in all of this information and like your body is processing it and it's and your brain is now storing all of these new ideas that you're gonna try right and you're like no mm -hmm. we actually need less things we need less things in there yeah and when you don't try them then you think oh well then i suck and i couldn't do it and all these other people are doing it and why isn't xyz happening yet and 
it like really hits at that self-worth and that self-esteem mm-hmm. space. Too. I mean, how many of us have like really dead Pinterest boards that have like 14,000 <laughs> pins on them? Like, when totally try it sometime. So, yeah. There's also a space in here that substance use really gets attached to is when we're so exhausted and when we're so burnt out, we go to happy hour and we like have drinks with the coworkers or it's Saturday night and all of a sudden we had wake too many drinks and we brown or blacked out and it's really a stress response because we're in these spaces of go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And your body's looking for, your system's looking for any sense of relief. And then it finds like, oh, one glass of wine felt great. So 20 glasses of wine are gonna feel great. It's gonna feel even better. Yeah. yeah. Which of Absolutely. course we all have woken up that next morning and know that's not true. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, and I also think like on the reverse side, like not necessarily like as a release, but like I can't go to sleep. So how many stimulants mm. do I need to pop into my body mm-hmm. to to kind of get that? And then you start to kind of chase that, mm-hmm. chase that piece of it too, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it goes both ways. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like. My body has stopped learning how to shut on and off by itself. So I'm gonna take something to go to sleep and then I'm gonna take drink a something to wake up. gallon of coffee or whatever to wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even some substances that... Or all the other things. Yeah, all the mm-hmm. other things, mm-hmm. yeah. Not to substance shame, but no. just in this Yeah, scope. just just in the context of like, sometimes I, I, have, a, I have people that I've seen that that's how they get into the habit, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, because because of all of this, it's not. Yeah. How do you? It's a little bit of a. I think we've taken several of yeah. those. Okay. Um, a little bit of a right left turn. Um, Backflips. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. How do you think this might be different for queer community or BIPOC community? I think we touched on it briefly with, um, like, there are so many other stigmas that are attached here like you were saying like queer or afab um like art or things like you should just give it away because mm-hmm. like doesn't have any value and like you're you're naturally a healer or whatever so you should just do these things for free kind of thing um or um you know communities of color all have like all have different things attached to them right mm-hmm. like there are people who are heavy air quotes for people who are just listening, but like lazy and on food stamps, right? Mm-hmm. Are they're just taking from the government, mm-hmm. right? So um, just get a job, right? So many of those things or um, other cultures where like, if you are not doing 85,000 things, like you are worthless in this mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, and then um, <laughs> like, white supremacy culture has that very like pull yourself up by the thing and like you should just be doing all of these things and you know certain age groups are more prominent in this thing than others as a general thing mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like there's a lot of different layers and pieces that kind of like fit into this mm-hmm. i mean even thinking in like the professional world BIPOC people especially have to work three times as hard to still make less and get less recognition than the average white person. Uh And so there's a space in here where to survive, you have to be producing more. Mm -hmm. And while you're still trying to be a healthy human being, figure out how to balance that and take care of yourself. Right. 
Well, and then you have to be careful because if you go too far into these things, then you get the reverse thing of like, you know, they're trying, they're trying too hard because they are. And you're like, mm -hmm. well, wait, like double standard yeah. here, right? So it's a lot of, it sounds like a lot of traps. So many traps. So to wrap up, maybe we talk about some ways to get out of those traps or some ways to take care of yourself if you're kind of stuck in one of these traps. I took a really big breath and I feel like, and I, but I, but I also feel like that's kind of where you have to start, right? Like if you're just going to be going and going and going, like the, the way to slow down your nervous system is to take a really big breath, yeah. right? Like you're stuck in your autonomic nervous system, like kick your parasympathetic on, like let it take over and let you relax. Um, and I don't know if that's too jargony, but like autonomic, like Saber-toothed tiger coming to eat you. Parasympathetic is like, oh, I'm safe. I can take a nap. Yeah, those are the layman's terms, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so like take a big breath into your belly, mm -hmm. like through your nose, elongated exhale through your mouth and like do a couple of those and just really, even if it's like, I took five of those today mm -hmm. and that's where you're going to start. Like, I feel like that's a good, yeah. And also like training, being really patient and gentle with yourself as you're doing this because it's learning a new thing. Super new. And I know people talk about breathing all the time and whatever, but it's, it is loud and um, pounding at the moment. Breathing is something that people talk about all of the time and can get kind of like annoyed, but it's really important. And it takes a long time to get yourself to learn how to do it in a way that's effective for you. Well, yeah. Because think about all the different ways that you breathe, right? Like being really anxious, like you might have like short, shallow breaths or if trying to calm yourself down would be like the long, deep ones. Or if you go for a run and it's really heavy and right, like your breath is so different in all sorts of different spaces. And so like learning the one that helps you to kind of recalibrate is important. And also n most of us don't just learn that. No, it's something that you have to teach yourself. Mm -hmm. And like you said, be really gentle. If you can, like, five breaths, like I suggested, might be a lot. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm lucky like if I take, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm honestly lucky if I take one. So, you know. But one been, is great. One is great. It's something that, like, I know is helpful for me is to, like, have my own, if I'm really stuck in one of these like productivity traps, is to have an alarm go off a few times a day. That's like a really pleasant, like, chirpy bird, nice, sweet noise, not like that. Um, I was going to say that sounds. Yeah. Um, but, and then to like have that be like, you are scheduled in for these two minutes to go stand in the sun and you need to leave everything else on your desk or in the car or wherever you're at and just go do it. Um, and not expect to be able to do it for 45 minutes because that's not real. Like two minutes in the sun is going to feel like an eternity mm -hmm. if you're not doing this. Definitely. Yeah. All sorts of little practices that you can, mm -hmm. or even if it's like, go pet your cat, go cuddle your dog yes. for like five minutes. Right. And like, don't be on your phone while you're doing it. Right. Can you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pets are the best for this because they also will give you that validation and that feedback. Like, Oh, this is so good. I love this. Please continue to pet me and cuddle me. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. My cat also tells me when it's too much computer time. <laughs> Comes and sits on the computer. I'm like, hey, are we done? Oh, we're done. Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> You've deleted my entire document. I guess we're done. <laughs> oh, man. She's a brat. <laughs> I feel like cats, like, especially with all of the Zoom stuff happening, are the perfect, like, this person has worked too much today, and I'm telling on you in front of everybody else that's in this meeting. Yeah, so that's what we're saying is get a cat. <laughs> get a cat. They'll fix everything. <laughs> awesome. Great. Uh, do you feel like there's anything else that we're missing in here? I know we're kind of just doing a brief overview. Like, but... We just jumped around and did this weird roller coaster of, like, whatever, but yeah. I feel like that was a good touch point. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, if you want the alarms to also stop going off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These sirens, though. Goodness. Dude, what is happening? LA, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> um... If you are also interested in reducing the busyness, we are going to have a mindfulness pop-up group starting in April that our therapist, Debbie White, is gonna host. So please stay tuned to our newsletter and our social medias and Instagrams, not in a busy way, but in a way to take care of yourself. Um, and we'll have more information coming up about that soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's topic. Leave a comment below or email us at communications at Open Space Therapy Collective. You can follow us on all of the social medias. And if you're in California looking for a therapist, visit our website at openspacetherapycollective.com and book a free intro call with one of our therapists to see if we are the right fit for you. My Therapist is Out is an Open Space Therapy Collective podcast. Our therapists are Kristen Crow, Debbie White, and Renee Johnson. Clinical Consultant, Jenny Nigro. Communications Coordinator, Riley Andreessen. Marketing Consultant, M. Issa Messaging. Administrative Assistant, Mirza Ruiz. And our podcast editing is done by Smash and Grab Studio.